Wait, what is a walnut? A walnut's just not a walnut? Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> you Okay, just if Sesame Street joking. has a nut monster, you cannot be the nut monster. You're listening to Paleo Pep Talk. Let's get real. I'm Chelsea, owner of Paleo Pep Talk, and a 20-something graphic designer living a big city paleo life. And joining me is my multi-talented mom, Lori, traveler of the open highway, living a small town paleo life. Join us here every Monday morning as we share our simple, real-life tips and tricks to add the fun into paleo. Now, let's remember our disclaimer, we're actually not nutritionists, doctors, or trainers, just your average mother and daughter sharing our thoughts and experiences about being paleo. Please consult the doctor for any health concerns you may have. Now, welcome to our Paleo Party. You're listening to episode number 15, the one about nuts and the Whole30 transition. Yay! Yes, nuts, nuts, nuts. We love nuts, nuts, our nuts. Yes. Do you remember that song? I don't remember. I don't know why I just thought about this. It's from some show when I was little. It was like, I'm a nut. 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 <laughs> I know. What show is that from? What is that from? I don't remember. Do you remember that? I do. Um, I'm a nut. I'm a nut. I'm an N-U-T-S nut. No, I can't remember. <laughs> oh, I think it's from... I know what it's from. It was from that really weird movie that I used to love that we watched at Grandma's house. The what? <laughs> they used to make... Sorry, this is so random. It used to make me like cry and laugh and friendship and what is silver and the other's gold and someone sprains their ankle and there's a nut. What? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, if anyone knows that movie I'm talking about, something about a rainbow, but there's a nut in it and he sings that song. I'm a nut. I'm a nut. I wonder what kind of nut he was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was when you were watching this show. Oh, we got to ask Grandma. That's so funny. Okay. Nuts. Okay, so what's your favorite kind of nut? Okay, so I, I think macadamia nuts are my favorite nut. Hey, me too. I... And kind of over just, like, eating almonds because I'm very, I don't know, almond butter is so good. And so just eating a plain almond is a little boring. Uh, so I yeah. love macadamia nuts. And I also love walnuts. I like a lot of nuts. I love walnuts. I probably eat too many al- walnuts. Any any kind of any nut. I, I probably eat too many. <laughs> so when you say too many, what are you referring to as too many in in... T- in- like, think of in terms of, like, a quarter of a cup, a half a cup, a cup. Uh, it depends. <laughs> like, I've probably eaten a cup of any kind of nut before in one sitting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we've all probably done that. Sometimes they're just really good. And sometimes when I want something, like, hearty, I love to eat macadamia nuts. I don't well, know why. I know. And I think the key to eating anything that's little like that is to eat one at a time. 
and I'm to so bad at that. Chew, 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 and really get the flavor out of it for a long period of time. Because it, whether you're eating one or ten at a time, they still taste the same. <laughs> I know. And you can just chew, you know. So I think that it's the trick of not, you know. Sometimes when there's little snacks, we can easily eat. You know, if there was but, a paleo sesame street, I would be the nut monster. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The nut monster. <laughs> but you could do, um, okay, well I do have this one really great recipe. These banana walnut muffins that I totally right? love so much. Right. And so those don't have a ton of walnuts, but they have some walnuts. And so you get to taste the walnuts while you're eating the muffins, which are delicious. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, and with like the macadamia nuts, because they're easy, you know, to eat. They're, you know, they're pretty rich too, though. I can't usually no, sit and just... No, but it's just like, they're like that big and it's like... I know. <laughs> but what I do is when I do my fat bombs, when I do, you know, use yep. the little mini muffins and the little mini tissues and I'll put yep. in the bottom of each one, one macadamia nut, and then I pour my... Almond oil, cacao powder, sea salt mixture over Well, you never it. told me that. That's such a good idea. I know. And they're really good. And they're oh, and filling. Like I'm a, just one. I just have just one for a snack. What's the candy with the nuts in it? A payday? Uh, oh, the... Twix? The, I don't know. Oh. That has the nut in it? Three Musketeers? No, not Three Musketeers. Almond Joy? Snickers? I don't know. Snickers has oh, nuts in it. Though. Almond Joy. Maybe it's an Almond Joy. But a macadamia joy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely it is. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's such a good idea. But then here comes my problem again. I just have a problem of eating. Well, too I much. think it, that's just a self control problem, probably, <laughs> that just <laughs> needs to, you know. I know. Well, the whole 30 helps with that a little, except at the moment I just want to eat everything I see, but it's okay. I know. Yeah. But, well, there's lots of fun things. That we can do with nuts, and I'm super excited. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm going to try. I don't know if I should do it in the food processor or the magic bullet, but to make, uh, we were talking about this, to make almond butter. Or any nut butter. Or any nut butter. Cashew butter yeah. is also very, very yummy. Yeah. Oh, cashews. Cashews are another good one. Those are good. I think you should try it in your new food processor just to see. So you just throw a bunch of cashews in there and some... Oil? I think you might need some oil because you're not using a machine that presses the oil out of it, you know? So what kind of oil? Well, you know what I would do first is go on the internet and look and see all right, I what, are, look you know, it up. what they okay. say to do. Yeah. So. Well, it's and then probably... also. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to change subjects. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> I also really, really this year want to make my own nut milks. Oh, yeah. Well, basically almond milk is what I want to yeah. make. Although they have New Barn, which is the best almond milk in America. But, oh, you know what? Oh, my gosh. Pause really quick. You guys know how I've ranted roughly one million times about Starbucks and their coconut and almond milk situation. Yes. Melissa Hartwig, who is the one of the co-founders of the Whole30, uh, posted an Instagram post the other day, just a few days ago. And she had, I just think this is so cool. Even if nothing happens, it's still so cool. She had a meeting at Starbucks headquarters and explained to them why they should change their <laughs> almond and coconut milks oh, cool. to... 
healthy ones and not ones with sugar or carrageen or whatever it is. Right. And how and that people are trying to live a healthier lifestyle and that they could help so many people by changing their milks. That's Isn't that awesome. so cool? Like that what is if so they cool. change their milk now? Yeah, that would be really cool. I mean, see Starbucks seems like a company to me that would do something like that. So Well, I that's I just don't get up with a lot of these companies. If you're gonna if you're going to change, it. offer it, then offer a good right. version of it. I know. I mean, yeah. I'll make Starbucks almond milk. I'll make them almond milk for free if they'll give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Howard Schultz, if you're listening, <laughs> I'll make you some almond milk. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be a fun thing to do, Chelsea, is the, is the milk. And, yeah, um, so I really want to make the yeah. milk and see how it goes. Yeah. I don't really know... Well, I have a really great recipe. It's um, in that Paleo Kitchen book. Oh, okay. Um, But I'm going to try it because that is something I've never tried to make. Um, Have you ever made nut milk? I have not. I, again, okay. (laughs) Anybody who, okay, pause for a moment. (laughs) If... (laughs) If you've been listening to us all this time, Chelsea, my my daughter, my one and only daughter, is a total coffee holic, total coffee holic, and I am not. And I did not drink coffee when she was a child or growing up. I she's never okay, been around me sorry. drinking coffee. That is a lie. I never made coffee. No, you never made coffee. But I have very distinct memories. Of going to Starbucks and getting caramel frappuccinos. Frappuccino. Okay. 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 There sorry. is coffee in frappuccinos. <laughs> but I didn't get it because of the, the caramel frappuccino hardly tastes like a cup of coffee. <laughs> and yes, we would do that. And those are the worst thing on the planet for you. And that was a long, you know, I haven't had a frappuccino. I don't think since we've lived here, you know, since I moved. Yeah, to probably not. So I know that was a really long time years. ago, but I remember yeah. it still. But it was. But never no, you never were just like making coffee. No, I I don't even need a coffee maker in the house. So, it wasn't until you started working at Starbucks. Yeah. That you started drinking coffee, and then we would have some because we had the espresso machine after that. But the, yeah, you know. But I still, yeah, I could go the rest of my life without anything, coffee. Wow. So basically, you're saying you don't need have a need for almond milk. Basically. Not really, because what else would you use almond? What What else would you use a milk like that Cooking. with? Be- oh, oh, I guess so. If I was making something, a lot of but- my recipes call for almond or coconut milk. Yeah. Of course. Okay. So there's another part. I I am on a truck, so I'm not home, okay. so I'm not baking. Well, okay. So that's if true. I were baking, yeah, you're right. That would be yeah. So yeah, okay. that's true. So, um. But I'm trying to think, are there other drinks? I guess if you did like a chai tea and you wanted yeah. like a almond milk or something in it. Or like, a, I think it's a misto, which is tea with milk in it. Half tea oh, okay. with water, half milk. Oh, okay. I think. Cool. If I remember my Starbucks trivia. <laughs> but, okay, one question for you, though. What do yes. you think or know is the most nutrient-dense or best-for-you nut? Okay, this is a uh, this is a tough question because there's different things, and if you go on the internet, you'll find a whole bunch of stuff out there because the different nuts do have really? different things. 
Well, yeah, but I mean, the thing is, we you, when you uh, when you do do research on it, be sure and pay attention to where the website is you're looking at because they may call a really good nut one that's low in fat. Right. Because we don't care about we're not, that. Yeah, we're not doing that, and the higher in fat is really what you want with a nut. So they're more satisfying, and there's other good stuff. So be careful where you're looking now. If you look at the Mercola, M-E-R-C-O-L-A website, that's a good one to look at. It's a nutrition website, and they have a whole list of all the nuts uh, and kind of what's good and stuff about them. One of the things that they talk about, which kind of surprised me because a lot of people think of um, eating their nuts for protein, but there can be a lot of protein in nuts. And again, we are not, you know, doctors, nutritionists, whatever, but you're really not supposed to have a ton of protein in a day. Like I think they say like for women, I mean, I don't know exactly. For me, I try to go around 60 uh, grams a day, but and people that work out or have bigger muscles or men, they might want more. But yeah, um, you know, if you sit and eat a whole thing of nuts that has a whole bunch of protein in it, you're way overusing your protein, and protein can get stored too in your body as fat oh, or whatever. Boy. It's you know stuff that's not being used. So right. that's something to think about when you're having it. Is wait a minute, am I overindulging? Yeah. So macadamia nuts are the highest in fat and the lowest in protein and carbs. Ah, okay. So that's so, a good one. Yeah. And then pecan and Brazil nuts are also... Oh, pecans. I love pecans. Yeah. Pecan and Brazil nuts are also high in fat and low in protein, just not as much as the macadamia nuts. Okay. And almonds and pistachios are also good choices. Oh, and pistachios then you can, And almond, you know, the a lot of them have different, like walnuts um, are, are really high apparently in anti-inflammatory... Really? Yeah. And antioxidants. Oh. And, you know, maybe that's why you like walnuts. Maybe that's why I like them, because I need them. Because of your, you know, little digestive things. So, yeah. you know, and so all of the nuts, for the most part, all have antioxidants and, you know, yeah. they're good for you. They're real good mm-hmm. for you. It's just not having too not many. Don't yeah. sit and eat a cup of nuts. No. <laughs> is what you're trying to say. That's right. <laughs> so, but, you know, look it up, like... um on the on the walnuts, it says like one quarter cup of walnuts provides more than a hundred percent daily recommended value of anti-inflammatory plant-based omega three fats, along with high amounts of copper, mag- manganese, molybdenum, or something like that, and biotin. So <laughs> you know, it's it, you can look each one up and see the ones you like and see maybe you know what, what they're good what for. What else them. is out there? Yeah. Yep, and we they're, should be using they're... them for our daily needs of fuel, not. Yeah. Because we want 20 nuts. Although I bet the cavemen ate a lot of nuts. Well, not necessarily because for the cavemen, they had to open those nuts. And they had to pound with one probably rock on another rock. Wait, what is a walnut? A walnut's just not a walnut? Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> you, okay, Just if Sesame Street joking. has a nut monster, you cannot be the nut monster saying something like that. No no nut monster for you. No. <laughs> um, they have a very hard shell. Just They're kidding. round, it's like round. the size of a, yep, a I, golf ball. I actually, I think I'm thinking hard. of a chestnut. Is it like a chestnut? Chestnuts are actually a little uh, better. Uh, they're la- they're softer, I think. Then uh, chestnuts are hard too, but walnuts are hard. Can I tell you a funny story about a chestnut? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been enough years that you won't be mad at me. 
if I tell you Oh, my you gosh. <laughs> Not one of those. One time in high school. <laughs> <laughs> it was Christmas time. And I don't remember. I was with someone. I don't know. We wanted to roast chestnuts. We were like, what happens when you roast chestnuts? Because they roast them over an open fire. In the did song. you buy them or did you get them from the neighbor's house? I think we got them from the neighbor's house. Okay. So we decided we obviously didn't have a fire to roast some chestnuts on, so we decided to put them in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> and what happened? And we baked them, and we were like, I don't, I don't know how we decided what to bake them at for how long. I don't know. But we walked out of the kitchen into my room for a sec, and we hear the loudest pop I've ever oh my heard gosh. my whole life. And I was like, So oh they were no. in the shell. You didn't take them out of the shell first. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I do that? <laughs> anyway, so I'm sorry. It didn't run that. It didn't do anything to the oven, but... <laughs> It's just oh like, oh, oh so no, funny. this is not going to be good. I think it exploded and we had to clean it It probably up. exploded, yeah. So if you're ever wondering what happens when you roast a chestnut, that's no. what happens. Well, first of all, you don't roast them in the shell. You okay, take well, them out of the I shell. I did not know that. <laughs> you roast the that. nut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Because they do there on New York City, right on the They street. are, I know. They're everywhere. So... Um, so I just wanted to point out too. Um, now this is from the Paleo Kitchen, but you know nuts can't be kept out. I don't think any actually can be like kept on the counter. I always and keep like, mine in the fridge, but yeah. I keep mine in the fridge because there's n- no counter to keep. There's them no on. counter, <laughs> but you know you can keep them in the freezer also. Oh, um, ooh, and they'd it be actually, good really cold. They would be good cold, and What's it's actually reason? for um, well almonds, cashews macadamia nuts pecans and pistachios if you keep them in the freezer they have a longer shelf they'll last longer how long and some do of those are last? expensive nuts so and you know it's not like if in the morning if you want to take a few to work you can put them in a little you know what container and take them to work but you just don't you know that little bit of time will be okay but you just don't want them out and going through the heat wait and how the, long do know. nuts last in the freezer no just in general Oh, poof, I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, how long did you want them to last? <laughs> like over a year? You, well, I mean, I suppose in the freezer, you pro- they probably would. I mean, but oh. I don't know that you need to eat them that far out. I mean, you should be eating them. You're supposed to be eating them, not saving them. The whole point is to I'm like eat a squirrel. <laughs> well, and then it says almond butter, other than nut butters, uh... Let's see, almond butter, almond meal and flour should be kept in the refrigerator. Now, I keep my almond meal and almond flour in my freezer. Uh-oh, I keep mine in a cute ball jar on my shelf. Oh, yeah, that should be a nut, because it's a nut. It's from a nut, so that needs to go in the freezer. Uh-oh. I know okay. it looks pretty on the shelf, unless it you just does. want to sacrifice some and leave it up there. In fact, what you have there. I guess I'll just looks, leave what I have there. 
Just leave what you have there and buy some fresh. And yeah, flowers should be kept in the fridge or freezer just because. But the the nuts, because it can go rat. Nuts can go rancid, and that's Uh where they smell bad and they kind of get icky. Yeah, it's kind of a rotting and that's disgusting. Yeah, so you want to keep those in the refrigerator. Okay. Um, Well, I will do that. So, I'm not sure what else we need to go over nuts. We've talked about nuts. We talked about them in our fat issue. Yeah. You know, quite a bit, but we were just talking a little bit more. And again, you can make nut flour. You can make cashew flour. You can make other flours and play with them. Yeah, that's true. That's a good idea. Like the cassava flour. If if, if you put nuts, if you put walnuts in your... um, uh, food, processor, food processor without the oil it, it, w- without the oil you're gonna get a flour yeah so you're right yeah so you could okay. always experiment you know with whatever That's um, oh idea. one thing I was gonna say that I forgot real quick is I was thinking this week that with um, flax um, meal mm-hmm. that you could use that as breading for making something like little like french fry like uh like fried vegetables. You were telling me this. Like, no, you had a very specific idea. What was it? Yeah, it was to take um, zucchini and cut it with the mandolin and make little yes. slices. Or do it with a spiralizer and make, you know, the the, the rings. Yeah. And then just kind of toss it in like an olive oil um, or, or a avocado oil. Just toss it and then sprinkle on um, the, uh, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> The flax meal. <laughs> the flax meal. The flax meal. Just sprinkle it on there and maybe put it in your air fryer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was going to try it. I didn't get time today, but um, I do want to try that. Definitely. Yeah, I think that's I an time. awesome idea. But it might make it a little crunchy and yeah, I think it'd be good. Yeah, that's great. And because flax seeds are also a, a nut. If flax is a seed and oh, a seeds seed. and nuts are paleo. Yeah. Yeah. A seed... Yeah, they are. I have the page right here. No, 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 no. I'm. I believe you. I'm just. Oh. Can a nut be a seed? Uh, no. They're definitely separate things. It might okay. seem like it's a seed because, like, the middle of an avocado. Um. That's oh, a seed. I just have to say really quickly that is an avocado seed. Um. Oh yeah. What was I thinking? <laughs> That's <laughs> not a nut. <laughs> There is a thing out there on the internet. In fact, I even saw it on Facebook um, where people are uh, like roasting for a couple of minutes the avocado. They're talking about the uh, the seed of an avocado being high in antioxidants and nutritions and all this. And there's actually a thing out there on uh, Facebook and different places that I've seen that shows how to roast it and cut it up and then grind it and use it in your smoothies and stuff. I just want to let everybody know. I know. I just want to let everybody know I did some research on that because that's out there. It's like a big thing out there. And the California avocado people say, no, that is not a thing. They don't know where this person got this information that the the seed has never been tested for human consumption. It's that they don't fake know. news. Don't listen yeah. to the fake news. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know who it is that is doing this, but I saw it and I, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do that from now on. And then yeah, I thought, because that well, sounds like an amazing check. idea. Ooh, yeah. well, thank you for the warning. Yeah. Cause I would have done that. Seeds are good to eat like apple seeds. They have arsenic in them or something like that. You don't, you know, they're all things just because it's there doesn't, you know, do you know why I don't like watermelon? Because of the seeds. Because one time when I was Probably like three. (laughs) 
I came to your office somewhere. I remember this. It might be my first memory. We, I was little. We were in Seattle. And I uh-huh. I stuffed a piece of watermelon in my mouth. And you were like, Chelsea, did you eat the seeds? And I just like looked at you and I was like, well, yeah. And you were like, now watermelon's going to grow inside your tummy. And I started crying because I thought a watermelon was going to grow inside of me. And then I never ate them. And now I don't like them. Oh, I'm sorry, sweetie. Well, in case you didn't find out by now, it won't. It won't grow. That was very mean of you to tell me that. That was mean of me. I probably was trying to just either tease you or get you to not eat the seeds, but that was mean of me. I'm sorry about that. Now I don't get to enjoy watermelon. I'm sorry. That's okay. I guess I forgive you. Um, well, hopefully we've gone across a few things on, you know, nuts and yeah. seeds, just lightly. And let's just quickly for a few minutes here, jump in and talk about, um, we had a few listeners uh, contact us and talk about uh, if we would kind of go over the transition from Whole30 to Paleo and uh, just kind of talk about our experience with that and some guidelines or what to follow and uh, how to go about doing that. Right. Um, so I have the, if it also, if you don't, if you did the whole 30 and you don't have this book, I would highly recommend buying it. It's the first whole 30 book. It's not the new cookbook, which is also great. I have that too, but it's called, it starts with food and it was a New York times bestseller and it really goes over not only whole 30, but it goes into the science of it and it goes into, um, how everything in our lives kind of starts with food. I mean, that's. That's basically right. what it's about. It's our health, our well-being, our happiness, our sleep, our skin, our, our everything. Moods. Our moods. Our mood. Everything yeah. starts yeah. with the food and the fuel that we're putting on our body. And it's an right. amazing, amazing book. Um, but they have a chapter um, that's called the, the Whole30 Reintroduction. And they're... So basically the preface, and I I read through this, and I'm going to read you a few specific things, but basically the preface of the Whole30 is to get all that stuff out of your body, and then... The cravings, the... Yeah, all the cravings, all the sugar, all the everything, and then go back, and when you're done with the Whole30, and reintroduce things to see how your body reacts to them. So then you can find out if you have an intolerance to dairy or to gluten or things like that and if it makes you feel bad we're going off a feeling because that's the important part here is how it's making our bodies feel if it's making you feel bad then you know that you should not be eating that in like everyday life um so what their reintroduction they say following the simple reintroduction schedule when your program is over keep the rest of your diet whole 30 compliant during this period day one So this would be day 31. Reintroduce and evaluate dairy products. Day four, reintroduce and evaluate gluten-containing grains. Day seven, reintroduce and evaluate non-gluten grains, which I'm assuming that would be like quinoa. Is that a non-gluten grain? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Day 10, reintroduce and evaluate legumes. So... You only do those certain things during those certain days, like day one to four, like it says, is dairy products, blah, blah, blah. And if you eat dairy for three days and then you feel terrible and gross and bloated and ew, then you just shouldn't be eating dairy. Um, Which, I mean, if you... Well, and I... 
if you're Can going I to be transitioning, to, hold on. If you're going to be transitioning to being paleo overall, then you don't really need to worry about that. And if you already know that stuff, then it's fine and you don't need to worry about that. Right. But okay. that is kind of the the idea is to find out not they're not saying you should be eating dairy if you feel great, but that you know like what's going to affect your body if you go out with friends and have a cheeseburger you may not feel well because of the cheese right. and you know that about yourself. Right, right. And that's what I was just going to say too, is if you're, if you already know, I don't like dairy or I've chosen not to do dairy or I've chosen not to do gluten or whatever, you don't have to follow those steps. You know, those are just guidelines for reintroducing Yeah. Um, for if you're trying to figure out. And again, if you're going paleo, you're not going to be doing the gluten anyway. Yeah. Um, and I did look, though, in the Paleo Kitchen, they, they did recommend, or they did talk about, some people do want to do cheeses. Um, and it, and Yeah, and every talks- once in a while, I'll have cheese. I mean, not on the Whole30, but right. they'll be, I don't know, a burger or something that I'll have that I'll have cheese. Sure. And if I have it once every two months, I mean, it doesn't really bother me, but right. it's because I'm not eating it every day. But I do right. love cheese in general. Right. And if you don't have a sensitivity to it, then you can add it here and there. And I do yeah. add it. I like goat cheese and yeah, I do um, like, like feta well. and stuff on certain things. Yeah. And, yeah. And a few, just a few other things really quick that they outline in here that I think are important yes. is um, it's a marathon, not a sprint. That's one right. thing that they talk about. And like you're keeping your, your eating habits. The whole idea is that you want to keep these healthy eating habits and your brain in this place of, you know, this healthy eating. Um, and they don't want you to talk about having cheat days. And they also don't suggest thinking about it 80-20, which right. I don't know if I totally agree with that. But because they're saying that if you think about it being 80% paleo, 20% not, then that's you building in cheat days and blah, blah, blah. But it's also real life, and you're not going to be able to be perfect all the time. So the main things that are changing, though, when you go from Whole30 to Paleo are that you can make yourself Paleo treats. You can make yourself, uh, you can use maple syrup and honey as sweeteners. Those are really the only things that you can't really have being Paleo that you can Whole30. And also, like you were saying there, it's pretty much the same anyway, but with a couple of things and a couple of maybe mind changes. I really recommend that you, if you don't have one already, that you get a paleo book, like a cookbook or, and actually mm-hmm. the Paleo Kitchen by Julie we love the and paleo George Kitchen. Bryant is excellent. In fact, it has pancakes on the front. So <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. See, that's the kind of stuff. It's more like having real life food. The Whole30 is very strict and it's for a reason and they talk about that in this right. It Starts With Food thing. And it's to try and help your mind. And the point is kind of hoping that you're like not going to want that kind of stuff. But as life goes on, I mean you do and that's okay. I mean if you have it in the right way right? then that's I, right. I personally believe this also you have to just decide for yourself. I No one can tell you the right way to do paleo or the right way to do this or that because a lot of it is just kind of up to you. And if I personally in my life think it's awesome to have paleo pancakes and it's great to have these fun snacks that I want because I don't want them all the time because I can have them. Right. And when I do have them, they're paleo. And so 
on using whole ingredients. I'm not having anything bad. Right. And it's something that I want and I let myself have, but in a good, healthy way that's going to make me feel good. Uh, I agree. And I think that's one of the fun things. I have a whole bunch of different paleo. Oh, nom, yeah. nom, nom Nom Paleo is oh, a nom great nom paleo. one, too. And because the... Um, it's fun to, if you want something or if you see something at a restaurant or whatever, to go home and find a way to create it. Exactly. And, and it's so That's much what fun. I love to do. You know, you're like, oh, this is delicious and I feel good about it because I'm, it's, I know that it's yep. healthy. Because so, I know I'm eating it in the right way. Yep. Yeah. So you don't have to be, you know, paleo is a choice. It's a way of life, whether it's for health reasons, which a lot of people, it's for their health reasons. For other people, it's just because they want to eat that way. And yep. either way, just, you know, really encourage you to just have that mindset and stick to it and try to, there's, there is a way to make just about everything that, you know, is out there in a good way. Yep. Um, totally. And usually it tastes better, I find, because you've tasted oh, the food more 100%. than the sugar and all that. So, yeah. 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 So if you are going to continue being paleo after your whole 30, just think about it as a way of life. You don't have to think about it as it's not a diet. It's not, you know, right. some, it's not Weight Watchers. Oh my gosh, don't even get me started about Weight Watchers. I think Weight Watchers is ridiculous. <laughs> it's not anything like that. You can't save up all it's your points for the living. day and have a McDonald's burger for dinner because right. that's not what it's about. Right. Um, and let yourself every once in a while if you have a birthday party or a dinner or whatever then and you and you want something then sure have it once in a while if that's what you decide to do but don't like go bananas and drive yourself nuts about being ha nuts yeah. get it <laughs> well cuz usually when i do that i i'll have something especially if it is something like sweet like i i'm not even tempted to have cake anymore or anything yeah. like that because I just feel gross after I have it, you know? Yeah. And so you'll find that your palate will change and yep. you just... And that's part of what the book says, too, is you're most likely going to have something that you think you really want, and it's just not going to make you feel good, and you're not going to want yeah. it. Right. That's and true. And there's no... There's just going to not be a point in it after that, but that's what you learn from doing the whole program and the experience and right. getting into that mindset, and it just changes how you want to eat. That's right. So hopefully... That is helpful to you guys. And if you have any questions, we'd love to talk more about it or with you about it. Um, obviously, we're not doctors. We've just done this a few times. But <laughs> that's just our take on, you know, from what we've read and what we've experienced and how the Whole30 transition can work into being paleo. Well, and that's the whole point we're doing this podcast. We want it to be fun. We know it's not always perfect. Sometimes we don't know the, you know, all the details about things that maybe we're talking about, but it's, but it's because it's real life for us. It's, yeah. it's Chelsea and I sitting down and talking about, you know, what we've discovered and learned and what we like and, and just sharing with you that it can be a fun lifestyle. And it, yep. Yeah. Cool. Just want to encourage Great. you all in it as much as we can. So we hope that we've been able to do that. Yes, I hope that we've been very encouraging to you. And if you want a fun little encouragement for the end of your Whole30, your transition into paleo, or maybe for a friend, um, you can go onto our website and check out under the Get Encouraged tab. We have our paleo encouragement cards, and we have um, little packs right now that are called Pocket Pep Tops, and it's just five cards, and you can choose... 
um, a description of what you are. Maybe you're an aspiring chef or a sugar lover or an ultimate foodie and tell us what you are and we curate a pack of cards that's just for you and they're just fun to have around, have in the fridge, in your pocket, in your purse, just as little reminders. They have tips and recipes on them along with just fun encouragement to just help you have fun with paleo and remind you that it can be a fun thing. So if you do that, um, you can use the code podcast and you will get 20% off your order. Yay. And Chelsea designed these and she did, and she's so such a good designer. That's what she does for life, but um, they're so (laughs) cute and they're just fun to have out little reminders, just, you know, keeping your purse or they're just fun. They're, and they're so cute and they are, they are, they make me happy to look at. So yeah. So hopefully they can make you happy too. Okay, so join us next week with our episode, the one about avocados, and have a great rest of your week. And if you're finishing up your Whole30, good luck, and I hope that you guys feel awesome. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for hanging out with us for the past half hour. We are so grateful to have you all here with us and listening along. If you loved partying along with us today and want to share it with your friends, please do. You can listen to our podcast on iTunes and you can follow us on Instagram at Paleo Pep Talk. And you can find a ton of resources, all of our encouragement, and of course, join our Paleo e-party at www.paleopeptalk.com. And very important, if you have any questions fun, silly, whatever it may be that you want us to talk about, please email them to us at paleopeptalk at gmail.com or there's a place to submit your questions on our site. We cannot wait to hang out with you guys again next Monday talking about our new topic, answering all of your burning paleo questions. Don't forget to send them to us. But now it's time for you to keep this paleo party going all week and we'll meet you back here same place, same time. 